The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Seattle sisters. It's your virtual sisters, Bianca, aka BB. Shade or Shade, whichever one floats your boat. And your girl, Jenny from the pod. And welcome to another episode of She's in the Pod, the safe space for millennial women, where we meet bi weekly to talk life, growth, and sisterhood. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of She's in a Pod. Welcome, I'm welcome. your girl, Bianca. And I'm Jenny. <laughs> yep, um, we're here with another episode. This is this is episode four of season five. Oh my gosh, um, I lost count already. Yeah, <laughs> it's honestly, honestly, we're on an official countdown to our last season now. Uh, but yeah, we have someone special in the studio today. We don't want to waste too much time because we want to talk to her. She's someone that we had on the podcast. Um, I think it was season three. Yeah. Yeah, it was season three. Season it's about three. a year and a half ago. And fun fact, actually, I was telling Jennifer in the car that the episode that we had on with you was the second most listened to episode we've ever had. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I remember that was a virtual one as well. Yeah, so. it was virtual. So I was looking at the stats even yesterday and it was like number two. I was like, wow. So that's, that was a fun fact. But yeah, we'll let her introduce herself. Um, yeah. Hi guys, this is Raya here. <laughs> um, and we wanted to have Azariah back on because first of all, we enjoyed the first time we had her on. I think it was yeah. really, really good. She was just um, dropping too many gems. Yeah. And even afterwards, I was like, we need to have her back yeah. on again. <laughs> and... um. I think we've always, as a free trio, we've always loved her approach to social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say to Jen, I just love her because you're just so careless. Yeah. And I love it. I wish I could be that free. <laughs> no, do you know what? Yeah, and you say I the things the that I think Yeah, yeah. It's I'm like, always like, like, say, I'm like, oh. But. And every time I tweet, I'm like, okay, right, tomorrow you're not going to, you're going to stop tweeting like this. You're not going to be like this anymore because you don't employ men. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I think everyone wishes they could just be that free and just read it up on socials. Um, and just some of the everyday things you talk about as well. Mm-hmm. That affects us, especially as millennials. So we were like, as we're closing this season, we want to maybe have like one or two guests that we felt like really stood out to us. Um, and you were definitely one of them. Uh, but there's so much to talk about. The first thing I want to talk to you about is your podcast. So you have a podcast now and it's Azariah's Mind Map, right? Yeah. Talk to us about the journey to launching that podcast. Talk about, because <laughs> you've been quite open. You're open about like, not feeling like, you know, you were ready or imposter syndrome and all those things that, you know, we all deal with. So, yeah, talk to us about, you know, the journey leading up to that finally happening. Because I, I had seen you talking about it for a long time on socials and I was ready. I've been for years. I was ready. I was like, where's the podcast? Um, do you know what? I think, I think, I'm not going to lie, I think it was a long time ago now, but I think after coming out of Back Chat, right, that's obviously a talk show. You're sharing your opinions and the amount of views that it got and like how mm. literally overnight, quite literally, you're mm. now a lot, a lot more visible than you were before. Mm. And I think after Back Chat, I came out 
And initially, I would, like years ago, well, since I was young, I always wanted to be, I'd always wanted to be a singer, right? Okay. I'd, I'd always wanted to be in entertainment. And I feel like after I jumped, I done back chat. It made me realize, like, actually, you know what? I actually don't want to sing. Mm. Like, I actually don't want to be in that industry. I, yeah, I love, I, I love singing. You doing a few gigs mm. here and there. I would yeah. Say, yeah, and it's like I love singing, but in terms of like the industry, quote mm. unquote, I don't yeah. know if it's for me. I don't okay. know if it if it aligns with like how I want to live yeah. my life. And so I think for literally for years, I think I was grappling with the idea of the things that I want to do could potentially make me hyper visible. Okay. And I don't know if I want to keep. You're ready for. I don't that. know if yeah. I want to add. I don't know if I want to yeah. add to that. Um, and so obviously I, 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 what I was teaching, I taught in special educational needs and now I'm an anti-racism consultant and my job like means absolutely like everything to me. I love the work that I do and it's very emotionally taxing mm. and it's very, you have to be very present. So when I'm at work, I'm not thinking about anything yeah, else other yeah. than work. I don't, I don't have the time. Yeah. Um, and so I found that so much more fulfilling mm. for so long than I did like the entertainment stuff. Mm. And I think for me, during those years, it was really, really grappling with, okay, what, how am I going to get a balance between talking about these things and having a platform of some sort, mm. but also still maintaining privacy yes. and not, you know, being, you know, excessively hyper visible. Mm. Like I get it comes with the territory, mm. but you know, how do I, how do I, how do I strike that balance? Mm. And I think in focusing on what I think is important with regards to my platform and the things that I talk about and stuff, I think I'm striking that balance because I feel like I'll be in the places in the rooms that align with me most. Because mm. I feel like when you work in the entertainment industry, there's a lot of extra stuff that comes with it. Yeah. Like, I remember when I would do the music and I'd have to do the radio interviews and I have to do the yeah. photos yeah. and stuff. stuff that you like, don't really up I actually for. hate yeah. this. I like I don't like it. Um, and so I feel like I've been trying to strike that balance for a long time. And I feel like in doing the jobs that I've done, it's helped me decide what I want my platform to be mm. about. And it's meant if my platform is going to be about certain things, then it means I can present myself in certain things. Mm. You have more control. Exactly. Yeah. And even just little things like, how am I going to record my podcast with such a busy schedule? Like yeah. aligning my schedule with other people's schedules to physically yeah. be in a studio. It was, it was too taxing. And I have ADHD, so it's mm. kind of like... If I'm gonna do this, I need to do it in a way that means I'm not gonna like be like I've had, I've, not, I've, yeah, up, you know, I've had enough. It's not taxing, and yeah. so this year when I decided to do it virtually, it's made all the difference. Like it takes me an hour and a half, and you're, you're, you're good, literally. To go. And then maybe you know, maybe forty minutes, mm. you know, now and again when I'm writing up like a brief and stuff to send yeah. to people. That, but other than that, it's it's just it's just so much more. And I don't have, and I've decided to not do visuals right now because I'm like, I don't yeah. have time to worry about what yeah. I look on camera yeah. and then edit it. Like yeah. I'm literally, it's a lot. Like, yeah, I'm literally lot. just, and I do it all myself, right? Yeah. So it's not like I go to a studio and stuff. Okay. Like I edit it and everything okay. myself yeah. and I make all that the promo myself. So I'm like, how yeah. am I going to do this where, and I'm just like, if the conversations are about certain things, I sincerely believe the visuals aren't as, yeah. Yeah. when it's not necessarily yeah. for just simply entertainment yeah. like when people are talking about certain things you want to see like the mm. expressions and the yeah. it's nice to see that atmosphere mm. um, and I hope one day eventually I get there but right now I'm just focusing on what I can manage mm. and what what is sustainable so and how did you I mean how did you overcome the like imposter how did you push past it how did at what point was it like what, talk to us about that point where you were like money I'm <laughs> not even gonna lie like at this point in my life I'm like as right if you're gonna make more money you need to do because I've always been a person who hasn't been particularly driven by money okay mm -hmm. so it got to a point where I was like this isn't I say more money it's not about the money it's it's about a certain quality of life yeah yeah of course and um I feel like now that I have found my niche like 
something that aligns with my work and my worldview and yeah. what I care about and how that then translates yeah. to my platform and stuff. Now that I've found that, it feels a lot less anxiety-inducing mm. because I feel like I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing. Mm. Whereas before, that was always that sense of, this doesn't, yeah. I don't know, I'm yeah. not, yeah. this doesn't feel like what it I'm meant to be you. doing. It's something yeah. like, it's a variation, but I haven't I haven't quite yeah. like hit the nail on the head and I yeah. feel like I'm, I've hit that nail on the head now mm. with what, what my content needs to look like. That's amazing. Like you... The whole in terms of what you're doing now with as well as mind map and even I don't know how, if you've done it recently the newsletters and stuff because I remember I, I remember her speaking about newsletters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my newsletter is a travesty. <laughs> um, did this? Did you discover this about yourself in terms of like these conversations you wanted to have during? Because remember you had started from Clubhouse really in terms of mm, having three these conversations. Oh, yeah, the, the three <laughs> so was that the moment when you were like, oh, I could actually do this, or was this something you always wanted to do? Because um, I really enjoyed those, by the way They were really good <laughs> I, I really enjoyed them I was so pleasantly surprised With how well they, they went And yeah. I was saying on, on, on the podcast First episode that I put out Like if there's one thing That I'm so grateful for It's like the people that engage With the content that mm. I make And the people that like Connect with me on social yeah. media and stuff Because I was saying Like everyone's so normal Like <laughs> you know what Do you know what I mean I don't I, I so yeah. I, Like if I have someone in my comments Saying ridiculous things It's usually a troll You know yeah. what I mean Like it's never Majority of the people yes, Are just cool Yeah majority and, of the people yeah. Are just so cool And just like And so I think that I think that's another reason Why I want to do the content That I do I don't like controversy For controversy mm. Controversy's sake yeah. And don't get me wrong I'm used to yeah. it I worked yeah. in SEN You know mm. what I mean I'm an anti-racism consultant yeah. I deal with controversy Every All single day, day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean yeah. But I know that there's a reason. I know that it's com- controversy that is necessary mm. as opposed to controversy for the sake of just like getting views. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so yeah. I can I can sleep at night knowing, okay, yeah, that was a crazy convo or, you know, I'm getting a lot of heat for this episode, but I know that it's rooted in yeah. something that's... And it's bringing real results as well. Right, exactly. You know I mean? So that's that's how... And I think that's what I needed in order for me to be able to do things. I needed to be able to see the value and the purpose in it for me mm. to feel... Comfortable and confident in what I'm doing. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Has there been any time where I mean you haven't felt the fear? So you know the feel the fear and do it anywhere, mm. anyway. Has there been a time where you haven't been able to do that, or you've sort of felt like, oh, you know, I wish I could pop, push past that moment? I mean, I was doing it with the podcast for like, do you know how many episodes of this I, podcast? Girl, I recorded that. I feel, I've been following you for a while. So you I know. Never hear. <laughs> I I've know. recorded a few times. I've recorded a few times, and I finished. I don't even listen to them back because I'm like. They're so bad. I can't even bear to listen to them. Mm. I hear it. I hear it. And I never. And I and I, I don't it. do it. I hear and it. it. And it. This podcast. People have seen me talk about this podcast all the time. And even now that I've started, like I put one episode out. I've just been so busy. Yeah. I started university. I travelled. Wow. You know. Um. I started the new academic year started. So obviously working yeah. up again because I work in schools. So I put one episode out and. Before I'd be like, oh, and I'm like, I put one episode out. I'll put the next one when I put it out. Yeah. <laughs> Who is going to be? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and don't get me deep. Like, what, what are you going to do about it? I understand. I understand the consistency is necessary, yeah. and I will get there. Yeah. But right now, there yeah. are more important things in the podcast. Yeah. Like, I can't act like yeah. the podcast is the be all and end all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to go. I'm I'm paying ten thousand pounds for a master's, guys. I need to study, yeah. and I'm no, so yeah. sorry if that means I can't. If that means I'm not going to record this month, then I'm not going to record this month, and. I and that's another reason why I like to be the way that I am because if I do what I want all the time, then no one has any expectations because yeah. no one's gonna be like, oh, the next is unacceptable. No, just get used to <laughs> it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I, and I hope to get to that consistency. I get that balance, but I'm working it out right now, and everyone's just gonna have to deal. That's yeah, amazing. no, I love that, and I wish, I wish I had that sort of mindset. I feel like I'm working towards, and obviously, like we've spoken about our yeah. podcast ending. For me, 
it took me a while to sort of come round to that because I'm so used to holding on to things yeah. and quote unquote like just finishing till the end. And I didn't want to sort of look I like I'm quitting. I'm the opposite. I quit. You know, like, <laughs> I'm not. I advocate quitting. No, no, I advocate. I see the importance of doing that now. Yeah, but yeah. even now, like sometimes I feel like, oh god, should I quit? Should I not? But I'm learning I, to let things go, and it doesn't yeah, yeah, mean it's, you're it's quitting. Always a balance. And some things are not always quitting. Some things are just this season has part of come my to life, an end. or this season yeah. has come to an end. That doesn't mean it's quitting. It means I'd rather let go of something that I feel like is past you. Yeah, and I'm holding on to something that's just not me anymore. That that to me is not quitting at all. So. I feel like I'm in between you guys because like yeah. there's some days I'm like I can't come and kill myself it's not by and force. so and yeah don't get me wrong like I feel like there's something to take from people who are able to let go and people who are able yeah, to persist both. yes and 100%. it's just like a spectrum isn't yeah, it and yeah. I feel like I was very much on the other end of the spectrum where it was like wasn't committed didn't stick to things yeah. didn't see things through didn't get to fulfill my potential yeah. and now I'm trying to work towards more that middle ground yeah. where yeah, I you. can decipher when I need to stick with something and when I need to yeah let something go because really it's the better important. thing to do not because yeah. i'm just being like lazy or avoidant or yeah. whatever so yeah sometimes it's just it's just time um i don't know where it comes from like maybe it's from you know me seeing other people and seeing like things that i want to do um so do you ever sort of feel i wouldn't say jealous but like maybe envious of like someone so for example you've spoken about like music and think um saying that this is not it doesn't really align with you like the industry but do you see like other people you know, perhaps pursuing something and thinking, oh, I wish I could have stuck it, stuck it out and done it. Um, yeah, I thought that for a long time, just because of, just because the pattern of like not seeing things through and completing things to the best of my potential is not new. Like I've experienced mm. it, I've experienced it, you know, my whole life. Mm. And looking back, it is, is partly on account of the fact that I do have an intention deficit yeah. <laughs> disorder, you know, um, but equally you get into habits as well. So because I had that undiagnosed disorder, I got into particular habits and the two just compounded each other mm. to just make the situation worse. So I'm able to, I'm able to say as Raya, like I'm able to, I'm able to get over that hump now yeah. Yeah. in a way that I couldn't before. And I would, I wouldn't, it's weird. I don't think I would feel jealous per se. And even if I did, I feel like, no, of course I did sometimes, I guess, but that was mm. quite fleeting. But ultimately yeah. it will come back to this feeling of like disappointment in myself mm. and feeling like everyone is so much better than me. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So maybe you do, you start, you start feeling jealous and then it turns into, oh, you know, I want that. And then you think, oh, but it's never going to happen for me. Mm. Or, or they got it because, oh, and you just rationalize yeah. it in your mind. And really it's got nothing to do with anything. It's like, you just need to stick to what you're yeah, doing. Definitely. And so you would rationalize why you wasn't getting somewhere and why other people were getting opportunities that you think you would have also been great at, et cetera, et cetera. And it gets to the point where you just have to say, you've made bad decisions up to this point, change, change your decision, yeah, you know, yeah, make better choices. Yeah. And I feel like once you can get to that part and be honest about that without feeling ashamed of yourself, that's when you, yeah. that's when you start doing what it's you start to do. But yeah. it's, it's necessary. Yeah. yeah. Talk to us about your journey of ADHD, um, yes. you know, as much as you can anyway. It's just in terms of like, at what point, did you feel like, okay, maybe I should go and see if, you know, there's something, like at what point were you alerted in terms of, like you were talking about the habits or not being able to finish anything um, and, and just that journey of also like, once you finally were diagnosed, was that, was it a moment of relief? Was it a moment of... Listen, before I went into that assessment, I said, if these people tell me I don't have ADHD, what am I going to do? <laughs> because then what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> I, you know, the first time, the first time I thought I may have something that I may be dealing with something that I have that I actually don't have as much control over yeah is when I was 20 I was 26 
And I had and I had started my PGCE mm. um, to become a teacher. And I remember I was in university and I was in the library and I was there for like three, four hours. And I'd written like a day, a title, a couple of bullet mm. points. I remember sitting there thinking, I am paying for this. Mm. I really wanted to do this. I worked really hard to get onto the course and I really enjoyed the seminars. So what What's actually is, go- like what yeah. the hell is going on? And that's when I thought, hold on, I do this all the time. I've done this for my A-levels. I've done this throughout my degree. Okay. So I've done patterns. this. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, this is actually like, I'm not, do- and I sat there and I thought to myself, I'm not doing this on purpose. Like I want yeah, to do this, what's going to on. Do the work, yeah. um, and I remember I went home and I spoke to my mom about it. I spoke to my dad about it. My dad convinced me I was absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with me when I really think he has ADHD anyway. So he's like, you're just like me. And I'm like, well, duh. (laughs) Um, And so I let it go and I passed my PGC. I done amazingly well. And I was like, wow, okay, cool. So I can do the whole uni thing because initially Mm. uni was a terrible time for me. And I got into teaching. Teaching was great. I was in a job that I love. I felt so full, blah, blah, blah. I was like, but this ain't it though. Mm, yeah. I can still do so much more than that. Like, this is like, this is like the, fa- I'm laying the foundations right yeah, now. Yeah. So what, how, what, what, why am I not getting to the next yeah. step? You know, it felt like there was this ceiling. And that's when I said, oh, do you know what, if it, like, this is ridiculous. I started researching ADHD for the first time. Because initially, I didn't know it was ADHD that I was considering necessarily. I just was saying I have an issue with my attention. Okay. That, that was what I was okay. saying. And then it was a few years later, obviously working at SCN and stuff. You know, you see the kids yes. and you're like, yeah, right? And so I started researching it and I remember researching it and just crying like, this is, this is my life. Like, this is literally my life. And I just went and I got it. I paid for an assessment. Um, and then, and then, yeah, they was like, you absolutely you have, it, yeah. have ADHD. Yeah. And it took, a, it took, a, it took a while for me to come to terms with it because as much as I wanted to be able to attribute the behaviors to something specific, I still sat there and I was like, almost, and, and I've, I've heard people talk about this online. Did I trick these people into thinking that I had ADHD uh, because yeah. I'm lazy? So I just yeah. said the right thing so yeah. I can make it. It starts out in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's really weird. And I start thinking like, how is ADHD a thing? Like, is this just, is it's real? just yeah. a cop out? Like, yeah. what does that yeah. even mean? Yeah. As much as I, as much as I had the experience and I knew exactly what the experience mm. was, it was still hard to reconcile it with a cognitive issue. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Um, I think, so I work in, in healthcare and I'm part of the people who um, help with the assessments for um, ADHD or any sort of neurodevelopmental oh, okay. conditions. And I always say to my patients, and I work in schools now, but um, throughout, I always say to my patients, like once they, you know, throughout the process or even at the end, that it's a neurodevelopmental condition. And I make sure to say that because it's clinical. Mm. And I... That's my opinion because that's what I've trained for and that's what I studied. But for some reason, and I think this is the same for like a lot of mental health conditions, but especially conditions that um, vary in presentation, conditions that, you know, people don't necessarily know about. Like usually ADHD, it should be um, something that's diagnosed like at an earlier stage, like mm. during childhood. Um, for some reason, it isn't believed. So even if you are diagnosed, it's like, well, you're yeah. just lazy or you're just mm-hmm. that like are you sure um and it really angers me because i've met a lot of um you know people who are older now like maybe in their 20s or 30s who while still having that diagnosis still don't believe that mm. you know they, they have it or they deserve to even have that diagnosis attached to them to the help i'm like need, well yeah. you've done the assessments clearly it states there that you've got something mm. it's the same thing like if you've got a, a physical health condition what are you going to Tell people, oh, no, I don't have it yeah. because of if what? People can't see visually. People can't it's, see it's it. And issue. I think, I mean, obviously there's a lot of factors to it, but even in the health 
the healthcare industry, like, I mean, you mentioned that you paid for it. And I wondered, you know, I mean, I do understand why people pay for it because obviously to go through the usual system mm. of going to the GP, it takes long. And sometimes even doctors, they don't even know what ADHD yeah. is or they don't know the signs to look out for. It's not something that's, we're really trained for. Mm. I am only trained because I sought out to do specialist training, mm. but it's not part of like, you know, becoming a doctor or becoming a therapist or anything like that. So imagine that from our end, societal sort of um, views on what these conditions are and then your own sort of, you know, personal str- struggles too. It's it's like, it's there's there's no way of going around it. Mm. Um, so I do, I do feel for people who, have the diagnosis or have, you know, a slight idea of, you know, what this could be, but don't even believe it themselves, even yeah. after it. Yeah. It's it's a it's a it's a weird one. It's a strange one. Do you do you has it changed your working style now? Like do you I can't even tell you how much my working style has changed. Oh that's amazing. That, that's one of that's, the, that's one of that and the way I schedule things. Yeah. 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 Like memory loss is like such a huge thing. Like a re- like a really huge thing. Wow. I say memory loss, but yeah, that's not the right thing. Poor memory. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't have memory loss. Yeah. That came out wrong. Like I'm not like senile, but yeah. <laughs> poor poor memory is such such a real thing. Like it happens all the time. I'll be like, I've seen that film. I'm like, I don't, I don't remember it though. Mm. It happens all the time because my boyfriend is like a proper film buff. He's like seen so many films, yeah. and he's like, that's why we watched this. You not remember? And I'm like, no. And he's like, and he'll go and he'll describe it. And I'm like. Okay, I know you're trying to help, but I don't remember. Mm. There's not, I don't remember. And like dates, you don't remember dates. And someone, you can, you can, I can literally be about to walk out the door and you'll say to me, oh, when you get out on the porch, can you turn the light off? And I'll say, yeah, 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 sure. I'll pick up my phone, double check with you what you want for the shot. By the time I've walked through the door, I've completely forgotten. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's dates and stuff. You get dates mixed up. Mm. You always miss appointments. Like it's 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 crazy. And the way it's affected my, my life in so many ways, um, and how I've managed to mitigate that just mm. by knowing, yeah, literally yes, just yeah. by knowing. That's so, like, I power. know that if I know that if I want to sit down and work, I'm not going to be able to sit down and work. Mm. Excuse me. So I do this thing now. It's called I saw it. I saw it online actually. This woman called it a productivity sprint. So, however mm. long I think I can muster up, I'll set a timer for it, and I'll just say I'm going to work yeah. for this time. By the time I've worked for the thirty minutes, forty five, I might do thirty minutes, forty five minutes, an hour, depending on how I'm feeling. By the time I've worked for that, I'm into it now, and it's caught okay. my attention now, okay. so I can continue. Okay. But unless I t- unless I tell myself you will be allowed to stop in thirty minutes, I won't start. Okay, if that yeah. makes sense, yeah. I need to tell myself, okay, if you just do this for, four, and then if I do that every day, every day. That's like two and a half hours that I've yeah. done on like whether it's my podcast, done. my yeah. website, whatever it is, and you get more done. But everything feels so like the mental strain of having to do any task is so huge mm. because every single task feels so long, so laborious, so hard. That it's going to take so much time, and you do it, and it literally takes ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. but you yeah. can't, you can't anticipate that yeah. before you start. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, 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 it's so it's very surreal. It's very surreal. That's wow. I mean, it's the, the the upside is the fact that it's changed your working style now. So you you're paying attention to what you know you can and can't do. Um, for those who actually don't know much about ADHD or are even thinking, oh, maybe I have it, but I'm not too sure. What I mean, I know it can differ. Um, just depending on the person, but from your personal experience, what were the signs that you may have had um, issues with your just attention span, etc.? So I think the signs for me were actually more long term. Okay. So it's only now I'm. Re- it's only after my diagnosis I realized my day to day habits. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't yeah. recognize it before yeah. because I'd never experienced you anything else. So that was yeah. normal. Yeah. The only thing I knew that wasn't normal is how difficult everything felt. Yeah. And I remember saying to myself. 
I remember I sat down and I was like, I can't believe life is meant to be this difficult. Like, mm. I can't believe that me paying a bill on time and being arriving at work on time and stuff like that is meant to be this difficult. Mm. There is no way people get up and every day it's they are late for work. Struggle, like, yeah. like, yeah. Like, like, why am I late for work every day? Yeah. I go to this It's the same route Every morning I have an idea of the traffic I have an idea of Sandali. How do I end up late Every day um, And so it was one It was me thinking Why is why does everything Feel so difficult Like why do I yeah. always get Things wrong all the time um, I think two Is just looking at my Track work, track record Going like back Like mm. what have you Like I didn't feel Like I'd accomplished anything Yeah okay. I didn't feel I didn't feel proud Of anything Like I didn't feel Like I've done this I'm, I'm so proud of myself mm. I got through this I managed to finish this You know I've acquired this skill or this whatever I didn't have any of that and I thought I'm not I'm a smart girl you know yeah. what I mean I'm a smart and capable yeah. person like what is my issue um and what else and I think just just generally the overwhelming feeling of feeling like really immature mm. like oh my gosh when will you grow up like when will you pay yeah. bills on time yeah. what, do you know what I mean all that yeah. stuff like when will you the when will you get your when will you do. get your when will you get yourself together yeah. that yeah. overwhelming feeling of like that and and I think it's those overwhelming feelings that make you think I have an issue here because I swear to God I swear I am trying my hardest mm. I swear yeah. I am yeah. and it's still not it's yeah. still not working out yeah. for me um and I can oh. I can honestly say like after my diagnosis I feel I feel like an adult mm. <laughs> yeah. that's do you know what yeah. I mean like I actually yeah. feel like an adult and I never felt like an adult um, and I and I do know I feel like and I think also, also equally if I'm having a day where I'm like that was such a crap day I don't feel bad about it yeah before I used to be like yeah. oh yeah. look at you do you know what I mean? now much. if I have a day yeah. and I'm just like it was just a day yeah if I can get three days out of a week four days three if I can get three days out of a week where I'm really yeah. really productive I'm satisfied you're good. You're good. because that's that's every other day right yeah. and so. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I also have days where I'm productive and I don't sleep because I'm so hyper focused. Okay, I don't sleep yeah. for three, yeah, four days. There are, that's the, and then I've realized, the yeah. and then I've realized I need to stop that because yeah. then I literally can't get anything done flat. Yeah. I need like two weeks to recoup. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So I'm still, wow. I'm still learning though. Still. Do you now, now that you are, you're just aware, more aware. Do you feel like you have the ability, or do you feel like you believe in yourself a lot more now because it's like, okay, now I know what it is. Now I know how I can work around it and change my lifestyle to accommodate it. So whereas you were saying before, it was like you were almost beating yourself up, like, okay, I don't feel like an adult. I feel disappointed in myself. I'm not getting things done. Has it helped you to be like, okay, as Raya, with now all of this in place, I can, I can do this now. You can do this. Yeah, I think that. I think that when. It's, I think well, it's a phase. So, I mean, it's a, it takes time. Mm. So you have phases, you have phases where you, you feel really confident and then yeah. something, but I don't, I don't even feel like that's necessary to me because I've ADHD. I feel like this is just generally general. people in general, right? Yeah. But I feel like it takes time and you recognize only after maybe like a year and you look back at a year ago and where you were and you compare it to where you're now and you're like, oh yeah, I can see it. But it's really incremental and I feel like the main thing that's changed is I've realised I talk to myself very differently now. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like internally, like yeah. I'll be driving to a school in the morning, right? And I'm sitting there, I'm saying, I'm literally saying to myself, okay, you can do this, put the podcast mm-hmm. out, you know, it's fine, put it out. And I'm, yeah. I'm, and I'm literally, yeah. whereas before it would be, oh my God, don't put it out, don't mm-hmm. even listen to it. Oh my God, start again, scrap it. You know, and I can hear the way I'm talking to myself changing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think ultimately no one is obviously confident, 100% confident yeah. and, and and assured all the time. So that's not the goal. But I think the goal is for how do you feel about yourself generally? If yeah. you had to describe yourself and if you sit and think about how you feel about yourself as a person overall, mm-hmm. what, do, 
do you feel? Do you feel a sense of pride mm. and confidence, or do you feel like a bit like ashamed and embarrassed? Mm. And I feel like that's the shift that I've made. You feel like you feel more mm. pride. Yeah, now that's amazing. That's really really. Last question that I have for you, and I know it's probably not so wrong, but I have for you is just your podcast. Like the day it came out, I went yeah. straight to Apple, I messaged them like, it's out, guys. Like, <laughs> I was like, she finally put it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I listened to it straight away. And I, it was so, um, first of all, so timely for me mm-hmm. because like I'm trying to pursue just new things now. And now I'm going to be 30 in January. So like, and, and you've spoken about just turning 30 a lot. Mm. And that's how I've related to it so much because there's definitely a shift that comes, I think, like towards 30 and then going into 30 that you feel it's not planned. It just kind of happens. Um, and then, yeah, just pursuing a lot of new things. So I was listening to it and it was just such a, it was just such a good episode. I really enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. And how have you felt now that it's finally out there? Do you feel, are you like, inter- let's talk about the responses you've gotten and then also just in terms of the fact that you are putting out wholesome content in a world where everybody's, like you said, putting out clickbait stuff, yeah. putting out stuff just to get the likes and the shares and et cetera, and the brand deals, like you're putting out wholesome things. Does it, is that difficult sometimes? Or do you feel like once you had put it out, it was like, I'm proud of myself. This is good stuff. I know you haven't listened to it back, but. Honestly, no, I did because I had to edit it. Oh, okay. so I had oh, listened to yeah. it back. Yeah, I had to listen to it back. And I listened to it back and I was like, because often when I talk, um, I feel like I'm rambling. Okay, same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and I and I talk and I'm like, in my head, I'm still talking. While I'm talking, I'm thinking, how long have I been talking yeah, for? I need me. to round this up. Am I repeating <laughs> myself? That's what's going on in my head, right? Yeah. So when I'm recording a podcast, I'm very much there the whole yeah. time. And I was saying it, right, on, yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm not present and I need to just start having conversations yeah. um, and just letting them be conversations and yeah. not, you know, analyzing it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but when I was, sorry, I forgot the question. Um, just in terms of how you felt, in terms of like now, do you do you feel? Oh yeah, proud? that's it. So feel, after I put it yeah. out, I was like, "What was all the fuss about?" Right? <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, I put it out, and I'm like, "Is that it?" It's just you know, it's just thinking, "Oh wow, it really wasn't." It. It, yeah, it really wasn't that serious. Like, just put it out, yeah. and I can't lie. Yeah, when I looked at the views and I realized I only had like or listens rather, and I realized I had like let's say ninety listens. It made me feel better. Like I didn't. Yeah. Why you didn't want? Because a lot? it's like, do you know what? It's not that I didn't want a lot. It's that. It's not that deep. It's not like people are waiting, okay. like listening and waiting. Yeah, to start. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's not that serious. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I know I get more listeners the more episodes yeah, that I put exactly. out, right? And so it wasn't about me seeing a load. Like had I had I read that number and seen however many listens, oh, that would have scared get, me yeah, more. That yeah. would have been more unnerving because then it's kind of like, oh my god, look how many people have listened. Like yeah. I have to maintain. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Knowing that this is just, and I've really made this far more about me and the fact that I want to do it as opposed to trying to have like this hit podcast yeah, you know exactly. and I feel like in focus on and I have to I do have to refocus because you can lose your focus I do have Definitely. to refocus on that but I think ultimately I put it out and I was just like okay like nobody cares this is great really. like literally <laughs> do you know what I mean like yeah. I actually care more than anybody else yeah, so I need course, to stop yeah. I need to stop over inflating yeah. how much people, people are going to criticize it and how much to deserve blah, blah blah and equally no matter what you do people are going to criticize it yeah. so yeah. do what you no want to do anyway it, is, well, it yeah, doesn't yeah it doesn't matter yeah. right so I think putting it out just made me realize it's just not that serious mm-hmm. yeah. for anybody else anyway like, yeah. it's just not that yeah. serious for anybody else yeah. this is about you this is about you wanting to put something out into the world this is about your creativity this is about what you think is important mm. and focus on that like what people think can be helpful mm. what people think is obviously a, a part of the journey and a yeah. part of the process but it's really not the focal yeah. point it's not the it's central not, point no, as long as you're not harming people yeah. and you're trying you exactly. know you do things with integrity 
what people think is kind of like at the bottom of the mm. bottom of the list of concerns. It should and be at the bottom of your why. Yeah, yeah exactly. A hundred percent. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So you're an anti-racist consultant. Talk to us about the shift because I know you're a teacher. Are you still doing teaching? And or no, is I don't it just completely. Anymore. Okay, so I still I still work in education, so I'm an anti-racism consultant in in education, education, okay, in schools, and my master's is on sociology of education, mm-hmm. um, social that, justice education. Yeah. I was Thank like, you. follow you the process of when you Thank apply you. for the master's. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's Congrats. what. I Remember, I say I was up for three nights. I was up for three oh, nights wow. writing oh, that oh, because the the lady from the course told me, you know, that it might close soon. I was like, oh, oh my no. god, no! And I had decided I wanted to do it. Yeah, <laughs> um, but um, so yeah, my master's is still very much in education. Um, and when I worked in when I worked in teaching, I knew before I got my um, before I got my PGCE that I wanted to work in special educational needs. Okay, um, I knew I didn't want to work with normal children. <laughs> I hear it. Um, and so, and my, a really good friend of mine, um, Emmanuel, he had worked in this school that I'd worked in a, for a week before I done my PGCE. You need to do like a week in a school kind okay. of thing. And I worked there. And I was like, I want to work here. I want to work mm. in this school. Um, and so after I'd done my NQT year, I went and I worked in that school and it was amazing. It was perfect for me. I was fantastic at that job. Um, it was so me. Mm. Um, but I think with the teaching, the issue is again, the scheduling, being on somebody else's clock, the time yeah. I, I, I desperately need flexibility in my yeah. life. Yeah. Um, and I have a really good friend of mine who I met at that job. Um, funny story, we couldn't stand each other when we met. <laughs> we like, we seem like polar opposites at the outset. <laughs> And now she's like one of one oh, of my closest oh, girls. Like love her to amazing. death. Um, and she's at the pole opposite me, hyper organized, okay, like uh, very okay. regimented, like Just very like stickler for yeah. the rules. And I'm kind of like, mm, yeah, rules are made to be broken, kind of thing. Um, and um, and so we we've both we've both left there because. Ultimately, the school wasn't. It just didn't, it wasn't aligning with what we wanted yeah. anymore. But then while I was at the school, um, I was working as. Um, okay, so what happened was we had issues with racism in the school, okay. particularly from the students, young, special educational needs in terms of emotionally regulated. Okay. They obviously say very inflammatory things. Yes. They, can, they have they say very they can say very racist things mm-hmm. to you. And there was a lot of issues surrounding how that was being handled okay. and how it was being approached by, you know, SLT and stuff like that. Um and I was I was I was leaving. So I was leaving because I wanted to speak about my salary. Mm. Um, and they weren't willing to speak to me about it. They said, no, that's the salary. And I was just kind of like, you won't even speak to me about it. Yeah. And I literally said, fine, find a new job. It's going to leave. And before I left, they had started a working party. And before I left, I had emailed the head. I said, listen, I know I'm going in however, however long, but while I'm here, I'm going to do something about it. Like Mm. I can't just, do you know what I mean? Like I'm not just going to sit and just watch it happen. Um, Sent him a long email about that. And he offered me, a promotion oh, wow. more than what I'd initially wow. gone for. Wow. Um, being a equality coordinator, mm-hmm. equality and diversity coordinator and a pastoral lead. So it's everything that wow. I'd, it's everything had that kind of you rolled into one. To, yeah. And so it was while I was doing that role that I met my current employer. Okay. <laughs> so they came in, they came, I wasn't doing training or I was doing training, but internally. Okay. And they had got these guys to come in to do an inset and she'd come to my school she had done the training and I'd emailed her and I said, listen, the training's great, but for this setting, I feel like we need to tailor it because essentially I don't think these guys are ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we need, we need to do it in a way that we're not going to lose them. Yeah. So I sat down with her. We went over the training together. We, we like edited it, whatever, whatever. 
Um, that went fine. And then eventually she messaged me. She's like, look, I'm looking for contractors. Are you um, interested? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And then the more I worked for her, the more I was like, I want to do this full time. Okay. Right. But at the time it was, she was still doing it part time at the okay. time. Um, Cause she was a teacher as well. Um, and I was on this and she's like, okay, cool, cool, think about it. And then eventually a few, a few other contractors left and I was like, full time? You need me full time? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I think it's time. And then I, and then as, and as soon as I got a job, I left in the middle of the school year. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I left in, I left in Easter and wow. they, they wanted me to stay to the end of the year. And I was thinking about it and I was like, no, because the only person I'm staying for, who am I staying for? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be here. I want to go, yeah. you know? So what am I staying, staying for? Them, really, just exactly. Them, what yeah. am I staying for? And I didn't want to stay for the kids, but I was like, Kids yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I love them, and I kept going back. And there was a point yeah. where I'd say to myself, "Is right, you need to stop going back and visiting that school. Mm-hmm. Like, let those children. Yeah, let them go. Let them go. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's how I transitioned. And of course, I was doing anti-racism, and I was like, I absolutely 100 need to do a master's because wow. my degree was a business degree. Okay. So the okay. only experience I had of it was actually doing my PGCE, which is only a third of a master's. So I only okay. wrote two essays. Okay. Um, and I was like, I absolutely need a master's because obviously for my professional thing, but I was like, I am absolutely so fascinated by this stuff. It's just so, I just, I just need to study it. Wow. And so. Yeah. How have you been finding it? Just the, the, this new phase of, you know, your career. How has it, how has it been? Um, it's interesting because everything happens like, you know, I went full time and I was working, you know, full time hours. And then just very recently, we've realized it's not really necessary. Okay. And with everything going on, with the stuff that I'm doing outside of work, we've been like, do you know what? Do what you got to do. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like work the hours you need to work. And That's if there's amazing. nothing, if there's yeah. nothing yeah. else they to do, don't worry. That. Yeah, if there's nothing yeah. else to do, don't worry about it. Um, and so, yeah, so I get to, so if there's, if I only need to work for two hours one day, I just work for two hours. Oh, that's, that's amazing. And I have the rest oh, of the day to do whatever like I want to do. And don't get me, don't get me wrong. I'm going to miss the money. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, I'm still not getting paid as much. But equally, it means that I get to focus on making money. In other elsewhere. areas. Yeah, other areas, yeah, which, I am, which I am doing more now. So I think it's, yeah, it's happened at that perfect time. I couldn't have That's asked for it to happen. So as much as I was like, oh, money, I was like, do you know what? Focus, 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 yeah. work hard, invest in yourself, use your time properly yeah. and you'll get, you'll get more money than you wow. could have dreamed of. So Amazing. Yeah. So I don't know if you know the answer to this question right now, but is there another episode coming soon? <laughs> yeah, I recorded, I recorded, I recorded the, I recorded the, I recorded, I recorded, recorded two this week. Oh, dope. Okay. Um, the next one um, is coming out next week. Okay. Because um, I, I recorded and then I went on holiday. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I came back, there was some bad news, had to deal with that. Oh, gosh. And then because I was away, I had to catch up with uni. Okay. And stuff like that. And you know when it all gets on top it's of a lot, you? yeah. And I'd actually recorded, I'd actually recorded the episode to come out this week. Okay. But it didn't record because... Um, the wrong browser was being used oh, no. so I had to re-record it and I was going to put it out this week and I said you know what? I'm not scrambling to do this I'll put yeah. it out next week and hopefully after next week they will be weekly because okay. I've got a backlog of a couple episodes now okay. um, and so next month I'm going to put out episodes that were all recorded in Black History Month Okay, and so it's going to be a continuation of Black History Month what okay. episode is going to come out next month so. amazing exciting well thank you for coming on thank the podcast so Azraya no problem at all as always it was nice having you and it's just getting into your mind literally Azraya's <laughs> my mind <laughs> we love it um, and yeah let us know where people we'll let the people know where they can find you um, and then yes um, everything like is underscore Azraya underscore A-Z-R-Y-A-H that's my Instagram and Twitter mainly I've got TikTok I've only got one video on there but I'll be yeah, posting more hear again just trying to figure out what that content needs to look like yeah um so hopefully there'll be more but don't hold your roof <laughs> um and yeah that's it i'm working on my website which i oh, which has literally been almost finished for like six weeks <laughs> like i worked on it it looked amazing i just oh you know the finishing touches i literally just haven't looked at it since so it's half term next week okay um so yes. i'll be working from home every single day 
Um, and will this website Will it be more like blogs And So, so like my that? last one Was just a blog right But this one is like An actual website So it will okay. have like Any consultancy services That I have oh, okay. It will have my okay. blog on there It will have look, links To like working campaigns That I've done okay. mm-hmm. It will have the podcast On there Amazing. So so with the consultancy You're planning to do this Like outside of your job as well So like freelance stuff Yeah Okay amazing Yeah That's so dope Exciting times yes. Thank you I know I'm just Honestly, I'm just like I don't have no social life no more. Though. Mm. I'm not gonna lie, that is one sacrifice you have to make. To I'm not gonna lie, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even miss it. I don't even, like, no, I, I, don't, I don't even miss it. <laughs> I don't even miss it. I'm not trying to be out here. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just in a place now where it's not enjoyable right now. Okay, yeah. and I'm sure it will be again. And when I say that, I mean like I'm not talking about. I'll see, I'll see my friends. I've got to yeah, and stuff, I but you know, say, like, like how do you balance even just in in another capacity spending time with your friends? Is that something I see them a lot less now? I'm not gonna lie, and my friends are amazing like that. Like they know what I'm like. They know I'm up and down. They know I'm. All around, all around the houses, all, all over the place. But, um, but I think equally, we're all just getting older, and everyone's yeah, getting busier. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have a partner. I have literally multiple jobs. Yeah, I'm trying to save for a house. I hear it. You yeah, know, cost of living is on. kicking. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. There's just a lot. We just come out of pandemic, so it's just kind of like I think everyone is just pretty much exhausted. I'm figuring it out. Yeah, yeah, figuring out what life looks like at this point in the this side of the pandemic now. Yeah. With the hot mess that's going on in our government. No MP. <laughs> oh my god, I've divested. Listen, oh, yeah, thank you so much for coming. And we wish you all the rest of all your endeavors. Thank you. Honestly. It was so nice speaking to you guys. No honestly. problem. And guys, again. thank you so much for joining us for another episode of She's in the Pod. We'll be back in two weeks' time for another episode. Um Shade wasn't on this one, but she'll be back with us next time. Yes. Alright, bye guys. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.